How would you grade your financial wellness? Are you smart with your money? Or could that aspect of your life stand to be improved? Two-thirds of people believe that 2022 will be the year that they become more financially stable. This, according to a survey commissioned by the shopping platform Slick Deals. Three-fourths of Americans say that 2022 will be the year they'll make a resolution to be smarter with their finances, which is up from 73% who did so a year ago. Gordon Stein is a financial wellness expert who is on a mission to help his audience regain focus, balance, and joy in their lives by helping them balance their checkbooks through his no BS approach. Stein is also the author of Cashflow Cookbook, Two Million Dollars of Financial Freedom in 60 Easy Recipes. Stein joined me this week to talk about financial freedom and bringing joy back into your life after you balance the checkbook balance sheet, and generate a sense of calm and peace. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Take a moment to welcome you to the program, and I'm excited to talk to you about Accelerating Wealth. Great to uh, see you this afternoon, and thank you so very much for being here. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. I want to start our conversation by asking you how you help people accelerate their wealth with minimal effort and uh, sacrifice. I'm curious. Well, you know, there's a lot of thinking in the world of personal finance and financial wellness. It's almost like a tug of war, Kevin, where people say, geez, you've got to sacrifice things. You've got to save 10% of your income. You've got to give up things you love. And there's other campus says, no, 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 let's live for today. And we'll worry about retirement later on. And I really feel that you can have both. I think there's a lot of cash flow that people can free up with minimal effort, minimal sacrifice. So that's the basic premise behind my book, Cash Flow Cookbook. And you're on a mission to help improve financial wellness and help people regain focus, balance, and joy in their lives. So I'm wondering if you can tell me more. Yeah, I think, um, well, when I did the research for Cashflow Cookbook, what I found is a total of $13,000 of monthly savings ideas. And these are things that people don't often think about. They're kind of subtle. Um, and it gives you a way, if you look at some of these different areas, typical person that I work with or when I work with financial advisors, 
people are freeing up $500, $1,000, or even $1,500 or $2,000 a month by applying the ideas uh, from Cashflow Cookbook. So it goes across every area of spending from housing, transportation, food, lifestyle, household, to financial. There's simply better and easier ways of doing things and of covering every kind of spending area. And Gordon, I, I'm wondering your thoughts on the process of, of writing this book. Uh, interesting. Tidbits you might have learned along the way about yourself or writing the book in general. Well, just writing the book in general. I mean, if you look at the stats either in the United States or in Canada, and I speak in both those countries on financial wellness, um, the stats are really quite remarkable. Um, for example, in the U.S., 64% of Americans will retire with less than $10,000. Um, you know, the average retirement wealth in the United States and in Canada is about $200,000. And $200,000 is a great sum of money, but not if you have to live on it for 30 or 40 years. So what we see is this crisis in people's financial wellness. The American Psychiatric Association tells us that money is people's number one stress. So there's just so much need for some help in this area. And I don't think there's a lot of great advice out there of simple ways that people can do it, minimal effort, minimal sacrifice. So that was really the drive for to write the book, Cashflow Cookbook, and for all of my speaking engagements that I do. Yeah, I got to that point, you know, I was born and raised in Canada. So I'm curious, what do you like most about Canada and, and speaking north of the border, Bon? What do I like best about Canada? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a fabulous country. Um, you know, I lived there for about 55 years and uh, there's lots to love about it. It's absolutely beautiful country. A lot of, you know, unspoiled uh, nature kinds of places and uh, fabulous skiing, which is one of my passions and lots of great uh, outdoors to enjoy. So it really is a terrific country. And, you know, now living in the United States, lots of great things to say about being in the U.S. as well. So two great countries. I think we're fortunate to be living in either one of the two. Yeah, absolutely. And what behind you, you've got some uh, uh, collection of guitars. So I'm wondering uh, what uh, role music plays in your life, Bud. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, Usually, I mean, it's always a conversation starter. A lot of people ask if it's a virtual background. It's absolutely not a virtual background. Um, and, you know, the most common comment that people make is they say, geez, I wish I was musical. That would be so great to be able to play an instrument. And my response is I'm unencumbered by any musical gifts whatsoever. But I think it's part of the self-limiting talk that we do. And I think anyone can learn and enjoy a musical instrument. You know, just about anyone can get out and run a 10-kilometer race or a marathon. There's so many things to start your own business. We really hold ourselves back. I think there's a tremendous opportunity for everyone to, to really be all that they can be. And when we think about finances, that's often something that holds people back from starting their own business or from taking a year off to be with their family or retiring early or giving more to a charity or whatever it is. And so brings us back to this idea of finances, freeing up cash flow, and living your best life. And Gordon, tell me, what is your definition of financial freedom? And what's the best way that we can achieve a financial breakthrough? 
I think, you know, wealth is when you um, spend less than you earn. I think it's as simple as that. And the longer you do that, the wealthier you get. I don't think it's any more complex than that. And so whatever it is, our income levels, I have, I've known people who are earning $500,000 a year and going deeper in the hole each month. So you could say $500,000 a year is a fabulous income, but it's actually not. And you're not getting to a place of financial wellness if you're spending virtually all of it. So when you're able to drive down that expense chain without compromise and without sacrificing your lifestyle, and there's lots of ways to do that. When you can do that, you start to really become wealth and you start to become financially free. That's my definition. And to that point, I'm wondering if you believe that there's such a concept as financial versatility. And what I mean by that is, do you think people can put enough, enough money away to live comfortably while also exploring their passions that they may be passionate about in life? I'm curious. Well, I think that's that's exactly the point. Is I think, you know, when you're a little bit smarter about your money, you start to free up some cash flow and you're able to start to build some wealth. So when I talk about wealth, wealth is the difference of what you own minus what you owe. As that balance starts to grow, it gives you all kinds of options. You know, people sometimes say to me, well, this is great, but I don't really care about money. I don't want to have a fancy car. I don't want to have a fancier house. And that's great too, but it's all about what's your best life and how do you want to live that? And if you can get your finances in a place that enables you to do that, then you can really enjoy life and, and take in all that is there to, that's offered. And I'm wondering uh, your, your uh, definition of personal uh, fulfillment when you're away from uh, the numbers and helping uh, your clients achieve financial freedom. How do you define uh, personal fulfillment for yourself? You know, I think that's, you know, that's absolutely um, something that's very personal. But I think the key is really to take on all of your capabilities. I mean, there's so many people... Like the expression of people dying, leaving their best music still in them. You know, every, every one of us has things that we can tackle. And when you think of the capabilities of us as a human, if you think about things that we can do athletically or things that we can do artistically or musically or spiritually or helping people in our community, there's so much that people can do. But, you know, people often live this unfulfilled life where they're really chained into a job and, and the majority of their focus it's just on making ends meet and surviving another year. And I think that's a shame. I think it's a big opportunity for people to really free themselves and get to their full world of fulfillment. And, and, and Gordon, I, I'm wondering, and my final question for you is, I'm wondering about your own personal level of impact, impact and the level of influence you want to leave on the world. How would you like your personal legacy to be defined? Well, it's a great question. I think all of us, you know, define ourselves in multiple ways as a husband, as a father, um, you know, perhaps as a provider. Um, and I think those things are critical and doing a great job of raising some fabulous children. I've been blessed to be able to do that. Um, but then I think for me personally, you know, I think people struggle in what I think of as the circle of their life. So when you look at people in their relationship, people unhappy in their marriages, you look at people who are struggling in their careers, there's people who are fussed with their money, 
people weren't as healthy as they can be, things like diet and exercise. So I've chosen to really zero in on finances and help people with their number one stress. And, you know, when I speak at a conference or when I'm on a blog, it's really satisfying to me that I can know that I can actually help people. And the ideas that I talk about and the ideas in Cashflow Cookbook, they're really accessible. These are simple steps that anyone can take to really help themselves with their financial wellness. So that feels great when people write back to me and say, wow, you know, I used your book. I'm now on track to have an extra half a million dollars of wealth, an extra million, an extra $2 million of wealth. I find that very fulfilling. And Gordon, tell me finally, if people want to uh, get connected with you uh, personally, I know the book comes out, out later uh, this year, but if people want to uh, get connected with you or be interested in uh, what the book has to offer, what's the best way they can do that? Um, a great place to start is uh, they can go to my website, which is cashflowcookbook.com. And you'll see my blog posts in there. Um, you get a bit of a description about the book, Cashflow Cookbook. And there's also things in there I call ingredients, which are helpful sites that can help you do things like shop more effectively for insurance or different ways of calculating your wealth and tracking how you're doing. So there's lots of tools available for them on cashflowcookbook.com. If they want to get a copy of the book, um, there's both a Canadian and a U.S. edition available of Cashflow Cookbook, available on, on Amazon in whatever country uh, you're living in. So it's available globally. Fantastic. Well, Gordon, I really appreciate a few minutes and your work in this space of finan financial freedom and versatility. And I want to thank you for engaging in conversation with me this afternoon. It's most appreciated. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. Really, really great to be here. Have a great day.